When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Shoe the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. You did it! Thank you. For our listening audience, it's time to do the show. I mean, Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae! You did a good job, Danae. Thanks, Aaron. How you feeling? Good. It's always the first question I ask you now on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because you're very pregnant. I am very pregnant. And it seems to be an important question to ask somebody who's very pregnant. Well, How are you feeling? People want to know. who feels very invaded, <laughs> I appreciate you asking how I'm doing. <laughs> you are literally carrying strangers. No. Housing the unknown. No. No. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> first right. of all, That's carrying right. strangers, plural, is wrong. Because there's just one baby. Sorry, yes, I meant as a concept. And then whatever other statement you just made. Housing like, the unknown. That's 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 weird. Your country has been invaded by illegal aliens. It reminds me, Aaron, <laughs> what is the problem? <laughs> I don't know. It was how you said it made it sound like that. You're the one saying it. What no, are you no, talking no, I mean, about? You said, you said you felt invaded. I you do. You used the word invaded. It does feel that way. That, so I was thinking of other things that sounded inva- right. invasive or invasion. I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. My, my body has been taken over by something else. Yes. Ships have landed in 13 different places no, around no. the world. <laughs> I just watched the movie Arrival. Yeah, We're you just did. talking about that, which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. I'm going to be guesting on Sif Pop, which is the other podcast that Aaron does, and we're going to talk about that, I Ain't hope. no might be about it. You're coming in in a couple weeks. Talk yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. So that'll be a, a lot of fun. When we're talking about like the uncomfortable, like, I'm getting uncomfortable you talking about like strangers and I have this app that I look at regularly, almost daily, mm-hmm. that kind of like is this pregnancy tracker thing. And every time you hit a new week, it tells you 
how like what your baby's size is. And it does the comparison thing where it's like you're the size the baby's the size of a whatever. Yeah. And right now she's the size of a head of cauliflower or something. Right. But then they give you other options. Uh, a bakery item, a toy, like a, a fun toy. Yeah, like there's categories. Or you can look at a funny animal. And every time the animals like they freak me out. Because they're the only one you actually legitimately in your brain put inside of you. Yeah. Like your brain for whatever reason, if if you say a ferret. Which is the size of the baby right now. Right. The baby is the size of a ferret right now. And all immediately of a sudden, it's like, it's like, all of a sudden I'm carrying a ferret. And that's just, if you say a head of cauliflower, that doesn't make fine. any sense to you. That's fine. Also, cauliflower technically alive, but not alive like a animal's alive. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. So the other one's like a tennis racket, you know, like a kid's tennis racket. Uh-huh. It's also like, well, I don't, I don't even know. Whatever. About, whatever. The other one's like three croissants. <laughs> But the animal uh, ones always creep me out. One time it was a platypus, uh-huh. like a baby platypus. And, and you're like, freaked gross. out for the whole day. And I love platypus. I think that's one of the greatest words ever. Platypi. It's multiple. Um, Again, just having one. Actually, technically, I think it's platypuses. I think it's platypuses. It is. Technically. But I don't like that. I know. So that's not my reality. Yeah. Yeah, I totally I'm, understand. I choose my own reality. <laughs> that's good. That's good. But how are Thanks you? Good how, are, how is life on your side? Because you do ask It's going me. well. Uh, I just ran out to grab us lunch before the show, and it is so windy. Literally, they're saying probably in the next two hours, we're going to be under a tornado warning. So during the Whoa. recording of this show, Whoa. from the bunker, by the way. We're in a storm shelter. <laughs> we are in a storm shelter. We'll be fine. But- Things might happen. Who knows? I thought you were going to talk about how you ran out to lunch and then you ran down the stairs and like leapt so like I'm getting, a spring chicken. So I've been doing really good. I'm getting back in shape. Um, I've lost uh, over 30 pounds so far this year. Bravo. Uh, and just, I'm you know, back to my regular exercise, exercising, eating, you know, uh, while thinking about it. My thing is if I don't think about what I'm eating, I just keep eating. So I, I have to really think about that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I've been getting stronger and stronger. And if you don't know, I've had knee problems from, you know, playing basketball and just my weight, uh, you know, putting a lot of weight on my knees. And even as little as six months ago, coming down our stairs uh, here at the studio, I would have to hold the arm rail and kind of gingerly with my right leg, especially walk down because, you know, I just have a lot of knee pain. And it's been getting stronger and stronger. And on my way down today, I jumped <laughs> from like the second stair, just not thinking about it, just because I was bounding down the like, stairs, kind of like yay! the old days. And I was and I was in midair, and I was like, "Oh no, this, <laughs> this I've got to land. This is gonna hurt." Because uh, that's my world. That has been my world for a while. And so I landed, and I made a noise, which you heard from the studio. I did. I what did it sound you... like? Uh! No, it didn't. <laughs> I thought it was more like a oh, <laughs> something like that. But it didn't hurt at all. So I, I made a noise, you know, for no reason, but it was... I did I, wonder what was happening out there. Because yeah. you have fallen down the stairs I have, before. I have fallen down these stairs. That is true. Oh, which I'm so bummed that you're laughing because I'm trying so hard not to laugh. But it was a really interesting moment because your sons, I think they saw you and one was laughing. My youngest, yeah, and then, was like, laughing. You had to give them permission to like, like, it's okay, you can keep laughing. Well, he it laughed and then he realized like I was like breathing funny because <laughs> <laughs> it did hurt. Like it was, it was a fall. Like, so it I wasn't was, just a stumble. I was worried that you had maybe fallen, but I didn't hear a fall noise, and I didn't know what it was. I also thought that it maybe was that you were being visited by the studio squirrel. Oh, That maybe yeah. it had bored its way through the ceiling and, like, was attacking you. Because well, we're we, safe in here. We do have, and here we are, but you were out there. I know. We do have 
a squirrel situation. Yeah. And I think we've talked about it a little bit before. We actually have, you know, cables that run from uh, the upstairs where the internet's all connected mm-hmm. down through the ceiling. And then we've bored through the concrete of the bunker to get yeah. our cables in. And they have a squirrel invasion yeah. going out on the outside of the bunker. And they're like in the ceiling eating stuff. You can hear them. Yeah, well, I, so I think I it's just one maybe, that got in and is maybe stuck in, and that makes me sad, but I, you know... It does make me think about the raccoons in my chimney. Yeah, right? Like, who eventually escaped. Good. But so it was ho- very dangerous. Hopefully the squirrel... Yeah, every day has been an episode of Shoe the Squirrel. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> you know, it's like trying to get the squirrel out, but... Poor um, squirrel. But we're in concrete here, so the squirrel can't bug us here. So I did think that you were briefly, for a quick moment, that you had been... I had been attacked, attacked by the squirrel. Attacked by the squirrel. <laughs> nice. I really had. You ready to shoe the dough? Yeah, let's shoe the dough. All right, so uh, today, episode 153, uh, we're going to try a new game called Guess the Sound. Actually, we've played versions of this game we have. before. I have a new name for it, I should say. I want to call it Noise Will Be Noise. Bad noise, bad noise. But we can't say bad noise. No, no, just noise will be noise, I think is what we'll call it. Anyway, so we're going to play that a little bit later on. We've uh, got, of course, uh, you know, other fun little bits of randomness that will happen along the way. But first... <laughs> it turned from old timey newsreel to scat. It was just like all of a sudden Ella Fitzgerald was here. From the corners of the world, things continue to happen like jazzy scat newsreels. We call them news, and now we will peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Invasive Squirrel. Silly squirrel. Yeah. All right, you want to go first? Yes, I, right. I'm going to start with one that scares me. Actually, I want to go first. Can I go oh. first? Because I think this is like the biggest conversation piece going on right now anyway, so we might as well just start with it. But it's the Academy Awards with what oh. happened at the end of the Oscars uh, the you other night. You told me about this? I had no idea what had happened. Right, because you hadn't been watching. I watched this as it happened, and uh, I think a lot of new stuff has come out about this, but I'll just kind of give you the rundown. The article I found says, Oscars 2017, truth behind envelope gate emerges so if you don't know what happened they announced the wrong winning movie at the end of the oscars uh and we'll go into a little more detail to tell you why that happened but into two speeches yeah and because la la land was said was the winner yeah and then they had two people that were running their acceptance speech and and, and as the third one was going to be giving his acceptance speech he basically came up and said by the way we didn't win (laughs) yeah which was confusing and at some moment someone decided to step a picture of the audience and their reaction, and I love that picture. Yeah, it's a great picture. I think the New York Times had that picture. but um, Hilarious. So basically, there's so many elements to this that you've probably heard people talk about. We don't need to rehash it all, but there are some details that are coming out. Here is how the here is how this happened. You ready okay. for this? This is like the Zabruder tape breakdown of what Does went it on. involve a squirrel? There is no squirrel involved. Oh. Not a single squirrel involved. So PricewaterhouseCooper, who does the accounting for the Oscars and takes all the, you know, the voting and keeps them safe, they're the only ones who know who won. They bring two envelopes for each category to the awards. Two people, each with a briefcase that have one of each of the envelopes. They station them at opposite sides of the stage so that whoever's going out, however that needs to happen, they have an envelope for them to take with them. And there's never been a problem with this before. There was once in the 60s where Sammy Davis Jr. was given the wrong envelope. It was in a minor category, and they caught it 
uh, because none of it made sense because they were doing a category for sound editing and it was all the like cinematography. The, video, the nominees were all on the card too at that point, and so I think it made uh, sense before they announced it, kind of thing. But no, it's so other he, than from the stage when he was looking at the envelope open, he's like, right. uh, something's yeah, wrong, guys. something's whack, wackadoo here. Okay, which didn't happen. Which, by the way, should have happened here. There's an interesting confluence of events that made that not happen here. But, you know, in the perfect world, Warren Beatty goes, um, guys, something's off here. Let's fix this Fix this before we announce it. Well, but he turned to his co-host, I think, for some support. Faye Dunaway, yeah. And Faye probably saw the words La La Land exactly and just called it out. So when he was backstage, uh, let's, let's, talk, let's go ahead and name people. The two people that had the envelopes were uh, Martha Ruiz and Brian Cullinan, uh, I think. And so let's Br- just call him Martha. Brian, Brian. was the one who was uh, supposed to give Warren the envelope. He gave Warren the wrong envelope. Brian uh, is now fired. Brian also tweeted a picture of Emma Stone like moments before <gasps> he was supposed to give the envelope. So people oh, are checking his second. Twitter and being like, hold on a second. Yeah. He got star studded. That's what people are. Th- in th- I mean, it's a- Emma Stone is the who reason looked that gorgeous everything that night, fell of course, apart. Because they all she do. She was so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, people, that is what people are, are, you know, thinking might have happened, but whatever happened, he gave him the backup envelope for lead actress, which Emma Stone won. And Emma Stone still had her envelope, you know, from, cause the actors, by the way, they'll keep their envelopes as keepsakes, you know, when they win an award, which is awesome. It makes total sense. Here's but he what, had the here's, backup. Here's what happened. He has the backup, but he has the unopened backup. Correct. So he's talking with Emma Stone. This is yeah. what I think. Okay. And they're talking about it. And she's like, oh, I'm going to keep my card. And he's like, well, do you want to have the one that's still sealed? Oh, and so I he like pulls this it theory. Out. He pulls it out. And then he does not, you know, she's like, oh, no, it's okay. No and worries. And then it's on top instead of where it was. That's what I think happened. Or even just subconsciously, he's starstruck by Emma Stone. He's thinking lead actress even just subconsciously and grabs lead actress actress without knowing it just something yeah i like your theory i really do stone slips them about two grand and says (laughs) let's make history (laughs) some people always will cry conspiracy when this kind of stuff happens Uh, which by the way makes no sense in this case because it can't help the ratings it's the end of the show you know um, Nobody wants it to go longer. And, and also, point. it's awful for everybody involved. Awful. Awful for the Academy Awards, for the host, for both Moonlight and La La Land. But not Emma. <laughs> it's awful for Emma. No, it she isn't. was up there on stage with the rest of La La Land when it was all going down. Oh, it's true. So, anyways, what happens is Warren Beatty goes out there with the wrong envelope. When it comes time to read it, he opens it up, and you can tell he's looking for another card in the envelope. He knows something is wrong. This is where he could have fixed everything and just, you know who needed to be there? Adele. Because Adele would have just, been, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she would have dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> she would have just been, been like, like what, what the wait, beep? Come on, something's wrong here. Let's fix this. <laughs> Guys. But there's this thing, right, where people are like, oh, the show must go on, pretend nothing's wrong. So he's trying the best to just kind of keep things going, even though he can tell something's wrong. People are pretending. People are thinking he's playing some sort of joke where he doesn't want to read it to suspend, you know, to keep the suspense going. And then he shows it to Faye, I think, to be like, see, something's up here. And she just yells, La La Land! La La Land, because she sees it on the card. And so a La La Land gets up, all the producers, you know, are getting ready to give their speeches. And I knew in that moment because a stagehand like ran onto stage. And I was even in the middle of a tweet that said, I love that La La Land won, but what is going on in the background right now? 
And then it was became obvious, you know, we already talked a little bit about the producer saying, well, by, we lost, by the way. And then I think uh, Justin Horowitz or one of the one of the producers, Jordan, maybe did an awesome thing. He just kind of took charge and said, look, Moonlight, you won. It was a mistake. This isn't a joke. He grabbed the actual card, showed it to the camera just so, you know, people knew. And, and he was very gracious about it. He was like, look, I am happy for my friends in Moonlight to give you these, you know, these statues that we thought we had won. He didn't say it that way, but and you know what La I mean? And La La so, just fades awkwardly into yeah, the background. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's like Homer Simpson backing into the bush, the, you know? Yeah, the hedges. <laughs> the hedges. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so so what was the background story? It just just the, the wrong card got yeah, given? Yeah, in the tweet and that kind of stuff. It's uh, all kind okay. of coming out that, you know, we know where the problem was now. Humans. Of course, yes. Imagine that. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Um, this this is the one that t- this scares me. I'm just gonna get out of the way. All right, SpaceX to fly two tourists around the moon in 2018. That's next year. <gasps> nice. No, 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 Aaron. This is terrifying. Oh, this is amazing. This is scary. Why is this scary? Nobody should be flown around the moon. <laughs> Nobody. This is the future of space travel. This is where it is going and where it needs to go. Because the kind of money that people will pay to go into space will provide money to continue to experiment, to figure out, you know, space travel. These, you know, those scientific things I think are valuable. Said uh, Elon Musk, the CEO of SpaceX, quoted as saying that the tourists have, quote, have already paid a significant deposit. So you're right about that. I mean, can you imagine oh, how sh- much? I'm sure it's seven figures. How much figures. do you think? You I'm, think I'm sure, so? I think it's seven figures. Oh, man. The two unnamed people. To be people, the first? Oh, yeah. Two unnamed people will fly aboard a spaceship, which is set for its first unmanned test flight later this year. Uh, this is so scary. He said the two passengers will travel faster and further into the solar system than any before them. Um, he declined to reveal their identities, only saying that they are they knew each other and that it's nobody from Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so it is not um, Emma Stone. Is not uh, well. Moonlight <laughs> ended up winning the Oscar, so there you go. So, like Apollo astronauts before them, these individuals will travel into space, carrying the hopes and dreams of all humankind, driven by the universal human spirit of exploration. And they expect to continue to ha- do health and fitness tests with them later on this year. And the first mission um, again will be unmanned. The next one with a crew in the second quarter of 2018. The billionaire entrepreneur investor said so. That's awesome. I'm so on board. I, I just, you know me, I love this kind of stuff. This mission, will, I know there's risk involved, but I'm, you know. This is just a, a, a go out and come back kind of a thing. They're not landing anywhere. There's no, there's no landing. So, um, anyhow, I found this terrifying because I can't believe it's like next year. Yeah. Is what they're going for. I think that's what scares me the most. Sometimes when I read these things, like, oh, sometime in the future this will happen. Yeah. This one's like. Oh, in a hot minute, someone's going to be launched into space. Well, how crazy is it? I mean, that 2018 is next year. Like, it just keeps and not, not a moving. scientist launched into space. Two normal people with a lot of money. A lot of money. So I guess maybe not normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Two very well-off individuals yeah. are going to launch themselves into space yeah. just just to go, yeah. go out space and come station. Back. That is terrifying. Space tourism, man. I, it is the thing. You I, do it. 
Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it was free. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Like, even if I was rich, I don't know that's where I'd, you know, choose to spend my money. But, um... I'm... If someone said, free trip around the moon, Danae... Yes! I'd say no. (gasps) You'd say, yes, my friend will take it for me. His name is Aaron. Here's his phone number. (laughs) That's what you'd say. (laughs) Go ahead. What's your next one? (laughs) Uh, Samsung plant catches fire because of, you guessed it, batteries. Really, Aaron? (laughs) Yes. This actually happened a couple weeks ago, but I'm just now seeing it. Um, Yeah. So the interesting thing is it's not because one of the phones blew up and caught the plant on fire. It's just that for some reason, the, you know, the battery storage place they had had a fire breakout in it. And so there, it wasn't battery related. It wasn't even related to the same problem, but the irony of the fact that their storage facility caught on fire because of their batteries. Now, when, I, when you're talking about a battery fire, I'm immediately, ex- like in my mind, there's this explosion. But no. this is probably just like a trash can fire. Correct. Something yes. tiny. Exactly. They exactly. get to blow out of proportion. This because... is ex- this. That's exactly right. This okay. is something that's completely blown out of proportion <laughs> because of how ironic it is. Okay. So well, uh, I'm, that's good. So they there was no major damage. No, well, considering this is a company who had to recall an entire line of top of the line phones, this is pennies compared to the damage they've taken. You know what I mean? Like I, their meeting this week must be like what else? <laughs> right. You know. What else, guys? Guys, Elon Musk called us to uh, do the batteries <laughs> for their spaceship. Should we? Uh, should we do it? Should we do it? Um, my next one is a little Sif pop as well. So maybe you guys can use this for this week's show. A little pop culture. This Friday. Um, this is about Chance the Rapper who bought a bunch of Get Out, which is a new movie that just came out, Get Out, mm-hmm. tickets so people could see it for free because he loved it. So he went to go see this movie, apparently loved it so much that he then began to buy out entire... Uh, showings and then tweeting his yeah. fans being like just just show up with your ID yep. and enjoy the show you've got to see this movie I love this because that's somebody who is so passionate about something that mm-hmm. they're making it available to anyone to participate it doesn't have to be his friends he didn't call his friends and say hey I just bought out a movie theater let's go he just tweeted his fans and he's like just get to this movie I've never met Chance the Rapper I don't know Chance the Rapper personally but I am deeply in love with Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Just like every story that comes out, his performance on the Grammys was incredible. It was mind-blowing. Kirk Franklin came up there and was praising Jesus with him. And it was just like, I I love it because, you know, we don't spend a ton of time talking about the fact that we're Christians, you know, that we love Jesus. It's part of who we are. But that's what I love about him is it's just part of who he is. And so when he sings about it, it's just, you know, part of what he does. And like I said, I've never met the guy, but I just... I don't know. I find him absolutely fascinating. This is another element of uh, his personality that makes me want to know more about him mm-hmm. and maybe like listen to his music more focused. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't really listened to it like you have, but I also just thought it was really cool that he just did this. Yeah. And so apparently it's a good movie. Have you seen it yet? I have. We reviewed it last week on Sif Pop. What did you think? I gave it a B plus. Uh, I think it's a really well done film and it's it's got a a really pointed satirical message about racism, which is... Do you think that's what he's most... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. When somebody connects to a movie like that, it's almost always message-based. Yeah. You know, it gets in your heart in a way that it's like, oh, people need to see this kind of thing. So... So you can see why he would do this? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was uh, I thought it was an awesome move on his part. Ready for my next one? Ready. Video of giraffe about to give birth... Removed for nudity and sexual content. Oh, my 
Oh my goodness. This reminds me that of in Zootopia when the bunny rabbit and the fox go to the nudist colony. Yes. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because it's like, that's funny. They're animals. That, that's just funny. Yeah. But then wait, this is our that, real life. That scene legit <laughs> made me uncomfortable in the, in the theater. <laughs> Like, because why? Well, because the joke was funny, but then they're showing these animals in these like the most explicit poses. Even they're doing though there's yoga. no, I know. Even though there's no, it's not like there's any kind of definition or anything. No. But they're just like spread eagle and bending over, and it's just like I'm uncomfortable now. So there's a giraffe giving birth, and this is now no you longer really, appropriate. You really don't know anything about the giraffe giving birth. It has been all over my Facebook. Like it is like people are why. Absolutely, because they put up a giraffe cam. Oh, uh, okay, the, so it's like live yeah, view. Yeah, uh, it's at a zoo in New York, um, and uh, which I know mixed, you know, emotions and feelings from you with zoos. Like, you know, I, I understand that, so I apologize. But so they put up this kid because she's in labor and she's ready to have this baby, and so they thought, well, you know, people, in case anybody would want classes, to watch. you know, whoever sure. wants to watch the, you know, the miracle of live birth with this, an animal. This happens at the fair all the time. Really? Animals give birth at the fair? You don't know this? No. So, like here in in the Ozarks, Uh when you go to the fair, they have an entire birthing section. What? Where you can go watch cows give live birth. Wow, like animal husbandry. So kids can learn about the whole process. So you just go and you watch them and they're they're in labor or whatever and you can watch them give birth. I had no clue. Apparently that's like what animal porn now or something. I I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So what happened was uh, they're saying they think animal rights groups kind of launched a what would you say an attack uh, on On their privacy. What? Well, yeah, they well, (laughs) they, you know, clicked the little inappropriate button on Facebook or whatever. They all did that. And so Facebook took it down. It has since gone back up. It was down for like a day uh, and has gone back up. So, so this story is really about internet trolls. Yeah, I think so a okay. little bit. It's also about the fact, by the way, the first time I saw giraffe cam was six days ago. Giraffes are in labor a long time. Well, their gestational period is quite long. 15 months, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Guess how much a baby giraffe weighs when, okay. it, when it's born. Hold on, let me check. I'm going to guess. 87 pounds. 150 pounds. I was close. <laughs> Can you imagine giving birth to a 150-pound child? I don't want to. <laughs> Just like I don't want to imagine a ferret being inside of me right now. I also do not want to imagine... That was so beautifully understated. <laughs> and Danae's like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to reject that thought. <laughs> that reality is not one I embrace. <laughs> I'm concerned about like an eight-pound baby... <laughs> <laughs> all right Danae, what, what do you got i liked this sesame street has been sharing uh vintage clips to celebrate black history month so they're releasing clips of um you know like uh, one of their characters with my angelou ray charles uh, erica badu like or is it badu whatever i can't i can never remember how she could tell it. you i can't <clears throat> i always thought it was badu i think it's badu Okay. But anyhow, they're releasing all of these and you can watch them. I think this is great because it's sometimes hard to find those older, unless you have the VHS tapes or something like that, you know, like the archive of their video. So they're releasing these really great clips. Like, so it's like Elmo with Ray Charles. Uh, the children's workshop of Sesame Street stuff? Yeah. Oh, cool. So you can kind of find, you can kind of find all that. So I just wanted to kind of bring attention to that, that we are in Black History Month still today. Yeah. I think it's coming <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, you're no to- longer allowed today. to celebrate the black culture. <laughs> it is not entirely <laughs> true, 
But I thought that was kind of a cool thing. So just real briefly, go check that out. Um, wow. Do you have any memories of Sesame Street? Oh, yeah. Like spe- I mean, like specific episodes that you remember. Yeah, here, Fishy that, Fishy. That, oh, that's right. We've talked about that. Yeah. So have you gone back and looked for it? Oh, yeah. And did you find it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And then like the one where er- Ernie's on the moon and he's singing about the man in the moon. Mm-hmm. I loved that one because I got to see Ernie's legs. And I was like, see, he's real. <laughs> but Danae, he would have never have gotten there if it weren't for Elon Musk. So Ernie, it's not true. Er- Ernie ponied up $7 million. <laughs> he used his imagination. <laughs> he got to the moon. Nice. Uh, before we head on to our game for this week, uh, let's talk a little bit about our Patreon supporters. Well, we are supported by our fans. And so we like to say thank you each week as we do our episode, knowing that we could not do this without your support. Yeah. So for those of you who have stuck with us this entire time or have given before, even if you had to stop giving, you've really helped to make a difference here at our studio. We lovingly refer to our studio as Studio DNA. That's for Danae and Aaron, but also for a lot of other cool things like the makeup of what we're doing here inside the studio is goes beyond just shoe the dough. We also produce Sif Pop podcast and we'll continue to produce other podcasts in this network as they kind of come along. Uh, we are uh, $11 a month away from a second day a week or a third day, I should uh, say, a week of the the podcast network being on the air. So that's $11 a month. That's just, you know, four people at $3 a month. We did get a question from our Patreon audience about what's going to happen whenever I go into mommy mode. Yeah. There will be a brief hiatus. So, um, you know, that's something that to consider. We're actually hoping when I come back that we're going to have that $11 a month support and we can go ahead and kick straight off into kind of a new season. Yeah. what we can produce here out of Studio DNA. But your support means a lot. You can learn all of the details of what our plans are, kind of our thoughts at our Patreon page, which is patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Studio DNA. And thank you so much for checking it out and for your support. For today's game time, uh, we're going to try something new. This is, uh, Shoe the Dough has always been a place for us to experiment, a place for us to kind of have some fun, figure out some fun stuff to do together with an audience. And we have got, uh, like I, like we said, we've played some Name the Sound games before, but we've got a new one here. And we're going to call this... Are you tired, Danae? Sorry about that. Are oh, you tired? Sorry about that, Aaron. I was just making sure my sound was on. <laughs> Good. Your sound is on. Uh, we're going to call this Noise Will Be Noise. Bad noise. Bad noise. going to play a uh, sound effect, and then Danae and I will have to guess what it is. Uh, that's a yawn. That's a yawn. <laughs> so this particular app that we're experimenting with today is... The review said that the first, you know, so many levels were kind of easy, easy yeah. including this one. This is level two. So we you want to just run through a, a bunch of yawn. Want to run through a bunch of them real quick and then get to the good stuff? Yeah, maybe we can okay. get to kind of more of the complicated ones. But I think this is a bit soft. It's still really awkward. Yeah, that yawn. is. Let's try one more time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna now how this works is I then have to type the word yawn in. Oh, and then we, we got hear it right. That lovely sound. Okay. Oh, it sounds like you got a coin. I as did. Well. Uh, that's a bell. The chimes not in our options. Bell I tower think, would it be church. Church. That sounds right. Because you have to guess based on like the letters uh, at the bottom. They're all mixed all right. up, so you can't. You, that's a coin. That was a coin. <laughs> that's just the winner thing. Okay. All right. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. 
Oh, that's that's that a cell like phone. A cell phone or yeah, it's like a, a buzzer? Or? That sounds like my cell phone when it vibrates. Maybe the pregnant woman who doesn't have a good brain should not play this. All right, here I'll, I'll hold it. It, it. The answer was vibrate. Interesting. That's a coin. Aaron. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> uh, that was my dad. That was obviously a cough. Because we're just we're just breezing through these, right? If you say coin, I'm gonna smack you. I'm not really gonna smack you. That's a coin. Um, it is it is time for afternoon prayers in India. Mosque is not an option. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like a foghorn? Nope. Hmm. Could it be shrine? See, that would make sense with what I was saying about the prayers. Oh, it's too. That's too long. So, do you have letters in front of you? Yeah, what I have is I have a whole bunch of random letters at the bottom. Oh, so, so hit, interesting. So it's kind of a two-part game. Mm-hmm. That's the sound uh, that I make when it's time to eat dinner, so that all the boys can hear it and come eat dinner. <laughs> I'm guessing siren. Okay. You want to try it? Oh, that's wrong. But I'm stumped. I am too. Now I feel bad that it said like the first 17 were easy and we're stuck on six. <laughs> it just sounds like something like out at sea. Ooh, sea. No. It sounds it sounds like something out at sea, like a ship. Right. Like or a, like a foghorn. Ship. S-H-I. Nope. Hmm. What's the other word for a foghorn? I don't know. Is it a foghorn? Let's let's remove some options. We can remove for 49. Oh my goodness, 49 coins. That's a lot of coins. How many coins do we have now? 125. <laughs> that is a lot of coins. That's a third of our coins. We can reveal two letters for 49 coins. We can remove two letters for 49 coins. Or we can reveal the entire answer for 129 coins, which we do not have. Hmm. Play it one more time. It's five letters. I just typed in death. That wasn't the right one. <laughs> yeah, it's only five letters. But yeah, it feels like a warning of some, like a, a siren. How is it not siren? I it's don't not. understand. It says no. I know. I put it in. Fairy? Okay. Is, is there's there, no F. No, there's no F. I can't believe we're stumped on the sixth one. I think we have to reveal. We either have to reveal two or we have to remove two. Yeah, we can't. we can't wait forever. Is this, we're, we're majorly stalled here. Yeah. This isn't like when you let your, your legs go numb on the toilet because you, you have to finish a, <laughs> a level. Whoa, Aaron. You don't do that? I thought everybody did that. Nobody like you're takes, in the middle of a level and you're just like... Nobody takes their bathroom to the... <laughs> their phone to the bathroom with them. Oh, right. Sorry. Nobody totally does forgot. that. Totally forgot. Yeah, let's go ahead and reveal two letters. First two letters are T-R. T-R. Train. Is it a train? Yes, it's a train. Oh my goodness. That it's a train, so... y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to six before completely having an issue. All right, let's keep going. Okay, here's the next one. Ten, nine, eight, seven, um, six, five, four. This is three, a watch. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. 
Oh, I wish I wish NASA would do it that way. Uh, what did you guess? Countdown. Yeah, of course. Because it's I can see yeah, all yeah, the yeah. letters. Countdown would have been my first guess too. Yeah. Okay, this one's three, four, five letters. That is a snoring. Snore. Okay, good, good. We're back on. We're back on the train. <laughs> this one is. This is eight letters. Okay, here we go. Doorbell. Did that sound like a train to you? No. 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 It's so funny. There is something really interesting psychologically about you get in your head what something is. Now, when you said train, finally, I could put it with a train. Yeah. You like your brain can do that, but, but my not brain was before. in yeah in other weird places. So weird. Yeah. This All one. Right. This one's five letters. Okay. There's siren. Somebody, somebody in the live chat said that uh, that was me singing in the shower. <laughs> I'm going to do every countdown ever that way. Five letters. I'm saying drums. I think drums. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're understanding why this part was supposed to be easy. Yeah. And listen, I'm glad. <laughs> it's making me feel a little better about myself, okay? <laughs> Five letters. All right, here we go. Is there anything there about your your feet falling asleep? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, commode, right? Flush. Oh yeah, of course. So you can see the letters. I can see the letters. I'm at a, I'm at a very strong advantage on the side of the table. Mm-hmm. Five letters. No BDG, that is not a belt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. That was a coin. (laughs) Sorry. One, two, three, four, five. There's six. Six letters. Police? Police Navidad? That's an option. I think police. Come on, police. Yes! We got this. Five. Okay. Sheep. Singular, not plural. Um, I'm sorry. The word seep, all E's, <laughs> is incorrect. <laughs> However, the word sheep is correct. Seep. Okay. Four letters were on level 16. All right. I'm guessing Four, walk. Walk. No. Step. Yeah. It's either step or walk. Like how I pronounce the L in walk. Walk. There is no W. Step. There is no S. Oh. Shoe? There is no S. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I would be horrible at Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) I'll take I'll take an S, Alex. I just told you there was no S. There it like the word heel isn't it. All right. You can try heel. Heel? That was about the heel of a shoe. Oh, okay. All right. Now okay. we're getting a little tricky. Okay. We're getting a little tricky there. This one is seven letters on number seven letters okay. on 17. All right. Here we go. Seven letters. Whoa. That was serious. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a blast. Like a gunshot. Yeah. Gunsh, gunshot would be seven letters. But is that there's no G. Okay. Or U. 
So it's or not, in. It's not guitar either then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, explode? There is, an, I think there is, it could be explode. Explode? Yes, thank you. What, what? Level 18. All right, here we go. Seven letters. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> like, I've heard men go to the restroom before. That is what that sounds like. U-R-I-N-A-T-E. <laughs> That's seven letters. Urinate is seven letters. Okay, U-R-I-N, oh, my goodness, A-T-E. orange juice or something like that. Pouring orange juice. <laughs> there was an O and an I and a J right. also uh-huh. in that yeah. mix. So yeah, pouring orange juice, seven letters for that sure. That was so uncomfortable. <laughs> pouring orange juice. <laughs> I was just hoping. That's from now on. That's my euphemism when I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, go pour <laughs> some orange guys, juice. I need to go pour some orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Uh, level 19, seven letters. All right, here we go. It's like a a mob or a riot or a crowd. That does not sound good. Um, Seven letters? Yeah. Seven letters and they're yelling. Yelling? Uh, These are really Yelling is seven letters. But these are really strange letters. Okay, tell me the letters. Are only two vowels. Okay. O and E. Okay. Hold on. Oops. There's not an I, so it's not something ing. There's 13 letters total. Okay. And of those 13, there's only two vowels. O and E. What are the consonants? Africa, North America, South. I said consonants today. There are two Q's. Really? Two, two S's, a Z. What? A P, a T, an R, G, and D. There's two Q's? Why on earth would squabble? Squabble, maybe? No. No, there's no U. There's no U. So does that eliminate both the Q's? Yeah. So basically, you know the letters of this word then, right? Sure. Close. Z. Zebra? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's a zebra. (laughs) I I am rather impressed with the difficulty of this game because you wouldn't think that you could do difficult, like a difficult sound effects game, right? Hmm. Uh, do we want to remove two letters? No, because we already know letters to remove. Reveal two letters. Yes. We'll reveal two letters. Starts with a P, ends with a T. Platypus. <laughs> t- t- platypus. T- um, I know. I got it. What is it? It's protest. Oh, it's protest. You goodness me. Ah, nice. All right. Uh, next one. Five letters. Okay. Crunch. Uh, crunch, no R. That's also six letters. Hmm. It's a crinkle, Aaron. <laughs> it's a crinkling sound. Still no R. What, how many letters again? Five letters. They weren't kidding about it getting tough. Chat says bunch. I like it, but there's no U. No U. There isn't? Mm-mm. What vowels are there? Because there's no E either. An A and an O. Just an A and an O in the vowels. We have an S and an H combo we can do. We have a T and an H combo we can do. 
that's such an interesting thing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> what if we're listening to an alien species communicate with someone? I I have no clue on this. We're gonna have to spend coins again. <laughs> blank A, blank blank H. Hmm. Blank A, blank blank H. So is it in a TH, you think, maybe? Mm-hmm, or SH. I think there's only an A in it. I don't think the O's in it. So what three letters could go at the end? TCH? Could be batch. Yeah, batch, hatch. watch, hatch. I mean, or S. It was hatch. Hatch? Oh, like a hatching egg. Like a hatching egg. It was an egg hatching. That's insane. <laughs> I just guessed hatch. I mean, kudos for I, okay. me in my... So my thoughts on this game, where we are right now, it goes from way too easy too to really... way too hard. Next. One more. Six letters. Okay. Our letters are Y-I-R... Doing this. Y-I-R doing this. A-M-O-G. An emoji? Why are I an emoji? S-M-O-H-E-E. All right. Sounds like a hammer. Sounds like a hammer tonight. Thank you. Well, we ended on an easy one. Well, what do you think overall? I think this would be a fun game to play with your headphones on. Yeah. Um, where I, whenever you want to play this game. Yeah. But, for the but podcast, it doesn't work for like a group game. I love doing uh, guessing noise games on the mm-hmm. podcast. I love hearing sounds. Yeah. What I don't like about it is there seems to be a stall element when you're playing as a group. Well, and there's also... Because only what it one is. person can see the letters. Here's what it is. When we've played uh, Noise Will Be Noise before... Which we didn't call which it Which we that. didn't call it that, but we're calling it that now because I love it. Because uh, Aaron makes up stuff all the time. I like to name things. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, when we've played that before, somebody has known it and the other person has not. So the person who knows it can have fun with giving clues, like, you know, that kind of stuff. That's a that's a falling lid to a bottle. That was that was my lid to my water bottle. I will say it's a really basic app. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of features. It's just a basic like you play one round and it's over. You can't go back. You don't see your progress anywhere. You don't get right. to go back and see yeah. you know what you've done. You know, you're awarded a few coins for every level, but it takes like almost 50 just to kind of get a little bit of a hint. Mhm. So I think that as the game goes on, it probably wouldn't be as fun to play. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Well, thanks for letting us attempt to uh, try a new game with you today. Now, see, somebody listening on the podcast is going to feel great about that. But what you don't know is that when Aaron and I played the show on the podcast with our live audience, <laughs> and let this be, this does not have to be, a you know, like, I don't know, we want to incentivize you to listen live, but <laughs> in this case, we went on a very long journey. Listen, you'd have got twice the show <laughs> if you had listened live, because we took a while to guess some of those uh, that we edited out. Yes. Oh, what? How did they say that in game yes, shows? Yes, we did. Some of the portions have been edited for time. <laughs> <laughs> or for your listening pleasure. <laughs> yes. In this yes, case. Exactly. Thanks so much for shooting the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. This podcast exists because our fans support us at Patreon.com slash Studio DNA. Uh, with 11 more dollars a month, we will be launching another day of going live. So I guess you say live and 
And you can listen to the podcast <laughs> as well. Uh, you can find out more at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, we couldn't do this particular podcast without the help of Mr. Chris Tilly. Thanks to Chris Tilly for doing the shoe the dough theme that you hear at the beginning and the end. Uh, if you want to connect with us, by the way, there are several ways to do that. You can subscribe, rate, comment, all that stuff at your podcast player of choice. Also, if you go to uh, soundcloud.com slash DNA show, uh, all the episodes are there that you can listen to and comment as well. Uh, you can also email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. And please don't forget to tell a friend if you like what's going on here. That's the best way people learn about the fun of the podcast. Right, Danae? Right, Aaron. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.